is a passionate man look like? Passion is kind of getting a bad name for men. People are telling young men, hey, don't be passionate. Don't, don't be like you are. And they're trying to kind of change them. And I think it's a negative to them. And I think it hurts our society as a whole. You see, we need men to be passionate. Passionate men are better men and they create a better world. Let's find out how in today's show. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. One of the first cooking shows that I ever got into was the old Iron Chef show on Food Network because it brought two of my favorite things together, food and sports. And it was just, to me, it was so great to combine those two. And the, and the funny thing about them is if you watch them is they, they got into the play-by-play. You know, they had the guys like in the booth. Oh no, it looked like his fish just overcooked. Or my favorite, whenever they use the ice cream machine. Oh, they're going toward the ice cream machine. And then will the souffle be out in time? Oh no. And it was so great because it was cooking, but it felt like a real competition. And the thing that made it interesting, the thing that I got into was the people were so passionate about it. When you heard the chefs talking about their food, they were saying stuff I had no clue what they were talking about. You know, they were talking about the freshness of this and the taste of that and the this and the that. And and I was just, you know, I, I didn't even know that stuff. But it sounded good to me. I was like, well, gosh, he's so into it. I should be into it. And you start, you start kind of picking up on the things that the chefs do. You're like, oh, no, what is he doing? Why is he putting that in so early? You know you're never supposed to do that. And then why is he going for the ice cream machine? It never works. And that's the stuff that was hilarious about it. Because their passion spread to me as I watched the show. I didn't even know what they were doing. But they were passionate about it. So I got passionate about it. And I think that's something that, that we have today as men that we're kind of losing. You know, we have a crisis among men. And I think it's because a lot of men are lacking passion. And it's hurting them as men. And it's hurting our society. Men who are passionate make a difference. Men who are passionate actually live better lives. And we're going to find out how and why today. Because what we're going to look at is how men were created to be passionate. Passionate men impact lives and passion shouldn't be wasted. All right, the first thing we want to talk about today is how men were created to be passionate. Recently, my son and I were watching uh, one of our favorite animes. It's an anime called Demon Slayer. And it's the second season, and it was at the height of the second season, and these battles were incredible. And it was funny because my, my son and I were at the house by ourselves watching this, and we're standing up just screaming at the TV. We're getting into it. We're, we're screaming and hollering. And then after one of the shows, because of course it ends on a cliffhanger and we have to wait a whole week for the next episode because that's so hard to do, but... I was literally sitting in the chair with my head in my hands at the end of the episode. I couldn't, I couldn't move. I couldn't think. We were so into it. And you know, that's how men are. Men get passionate about stuff. You get two men together to talk about anything and they can show passion. I've seen men who are passionate about belt buckles. I'm serious. Belt buckles, trucks, of course, sports teams, guns, 
Uh, men will get passionate about diets, about Bitcoin, about tools, about food, about anything. Men can be passionate. The reason for that is that's who we are as men. It's a natural thing for us. Men get excited. I've heard men argue over their favorite Mexican restaurant in the city. And, and they both think theirs is the best and they get very passionate about it. Men are passionate and that's a good thing. Because I think being passionate is an important part of being a man. It's what it's really about. And a lot of people today are trying to take away the passion of men. They're trying to downgrade it or they're trying to belittle it. And, and I don't think we should let that happen. You know, they use a term, and it's a term I don't like, toxic masculinity. Now, there is a reality to that term. There are men who can be toxic. But that term becomes a sweeping judgment over all men. Just because a few men maybe misuse their passion, or it could be a good many men misuse their passion, every man has to pay. You know, and, and that is a reality for men. Men have to learn how to control their passion. It's part of, of who we are as a man. It's part of our development. Some men use their passions for things that aren't good. And the, what we have to do as men is understand that that doesn't have to be us. We were created to be passionate, but that doesn't automatically mean our passion has to be used to hurt others. It's not always been that case. But men can use their passion for good. Throughout history, you see men, when they get passionate about something, they use that passion for good. Men who've brought about change in the world, men who've made a difference, were usually men of passion. In fact, if you look on both sides, men who brought a lot of harm to the world were very passionate men, and men who brought a lot of positive good to the world were very passionate men. You see, men were created to be passionate. How we use our passion is really up to us. But we shouldn't deny our passion as men. If we do, it's kind of like denying a part of who we are. Who you are as a man is who you are. And you're going to be passionate about things and you shouldn't run away from that. We were created to be passionate and we should stay with it. We should, we should hold it in and, and make it part of who we are. Men should embrace their passion. But what they need to do is focus their passion. Not just let it go out wherever and not let their passions control them. You know, if you're trying to eat better, then you may enjoy food a lot, but you don't want the food to control you. You want to control the food. You want to control that passion. And what you want to do is take your passion as a man and focus it and, and make it like a laser into the areas that are better, better for you, better for other people. Men who aren't given a place to put their passion will put it somewhere. And that's what we see today. We're not giving a lot of men a place to put their passion. So they're really finding ways to use it that aren't good. It's not good for them and it's not good for other people. And as men, we need to embrace our passion and let it flow naturally from us. Because when we do, we become better men and we become the men we were created to be. Okay, the second thing we want to talk about is how passionate men impact lives. Have you ever been around a man who is passionate about something? Where I live, we have a lot of hunters. And, and it's funny because a lot of men hunt. But there's something about men who turkey hunt and duck hunt 
If you've ever been around those guys, they get super passionate. They'll explain to you everything. I've had guys almost in tears talking to me about calling a turkey close and how close the turkey got to them. And then I've had other guys talking about the early morning and the cold waiting for the ducks to come. And, and you hear these stories and these guys get passionate about it. But what's funny is I've also been around guys. I was around this guy one time and he collected Department 56 Snow Village houses. Now you say, I don't even know what a Department 56 Snow Village house is. I didn't either. My wife collected them. And after we got married a few years, we ended up going to this club of collectors. I didn't even know what these things were. And I'm in a room with all these people. And there was this one guy who literally had a room in his house converted to Department 56 Christmas Village stuff. And it was all this stuff. And to listen to him talk about it, he got passionate about it. He was excited about it. So what happened? I got passionate about it. When I get around men of passion, I get excited. Whatever they're talking about. It could be hunting. I don't hunt, but I love listening to the stories. I didn't collect Department 56 houses. But I thought about it being around this guy. And it's just, that's the whole thing about us as men. When we're passionate about something, we can actually impact other people with our passion. When men are passionate, they get other people passionate. You may have never thought of something as exciting till someone talked to you about it, till someone explained it to you. And that's a power we have as men. And I don't think it's something we should take lightly. And I don't think it's something we should forget about. You have a passion as a man and you can make a difference in someone else's life because a passionate man is powerful. And as we said earlier, that power can be used for something good or something bad. And that's what we want to do because passionate men can make a difference, but we want to make it for good. One of the things that's interesting about passion is you look the way our media portrays passion in men. And it's kind of wild how the, the good guy and a lot of movies and shows is not really the most passionate guy, but the bad boy, always passionate. And I think there's something about that. There's something about the bad boy. And people say, well, what is it about the, the bad guy that, that women are attracted to? I think it's their passion because we've almost given permission for those bad guys to be super passionate. And I think that's attractive to a lot of women where the good guy, we almost make him tame. We almost kind of make him, you know, well, you just go kind of stay over in the corner. You're the good guy. You're the nice guy. Well, why can't the good guy be just as passionate? Why can't a guy who's the good guy be the passionate guy? Why do we let the bad boy be the only one who's passionate? Why not have the guy who's good, who actually helps people and serves people, be just as passionate? And I think that's what you want to do in your life. You want to be a guy who does good, but you want to do it with passion. Why bring boringness to your life? You want to bring uh, compassion to people, but you want to do it in a way that brings life to others. Why not be the good guy who's passionate just as much as the bad guy is passionate? Because we need passionate men. We need passionate men for good. We need passionate men who care about their families. We need passionate men who care about people. We need passionate men who are honest and do the right thing and don't take advantage of others. Why can't we let those guys be passionate? You see, our society needs men who are passionate about life, who are passionate about doing the right thing. But I think we've almost made doing the right thing and being the good guy kind of boring. And, and everybody thinks, oh, to, to add spice, you got to be bad. You got to do this. And I just don't think that's true. 
Our society needs men who are passionate. Can you imagine if a man lived a passionate life toward his wife and children? If a man passionately loved his wife, I mean, just really focused on her and just loved her with everything in him or his kids. He focused on them. He focused on them, raising them right and, and helping them be better. Imagine what could happen in a family if a father is passionate about his family, passionate about his wife. When you see kids who have a dad who passionately loves them, there's different. Those kids have a security that other people don't have. Why? Because they have a father who believes in them, who's passionate about them, and they sense it, and they feel it. What kind of marriage would there be if the man continually and passionately pursued his wife? If he wanted a better relationship, and he always sought a better relationship with her. Imagine what could happen in our society if more men started being that way. And what's happened is, as men, we've allowed this fear of our passion to keep many of us from stepping up to be the men we should be. We've kind of allowed ourselves to be tamed, to be kind of pushed to the corner. You know, well, I want to be a good guy. I don't want to cause waves. And I'm not saying you should be a jerk, but you should allow yourself to be passionate. You should allow yourself to be the man you are. You see, when you focus on passion, you focus on being life-giving to others and making a positive difference. Why does it always have to be the negative? Why does it have to be the thing that hurts others that we think of as passionate men? Why not turn the corner and become the guy who's passionate, but a guy who's passionate and can help people? You see, as you do that, your life will be changed and you'll change the world around you. Okay, the third area we want to talk about is how passion shouldn't be wasted. One of the reasons so many men aren't as passionate as they could be is they're wasting their passion. They just are. They're wasting their passion on virtual worlds. You know, gaming and porn, I think, are two things that are robbing men of their passion. Now, gaming isn't necessarily a bad thing. I'm not saying to quit all gaming. But it shouldn't be something that gets all of your passion. It shouldn't be what you live for as a man. You can be passionate about it. You can enjoy it. But are you bringing that same passion to your life? If your PlayStation gets all of your passion, if your Xbox gets all of your passion, what's wrong with that? Maybe you're missing something in life. And maybe that device, maybe that gaming system has consumed you and become very important to you. And I think a lot of young men struggle with this because they see that virtual world as that place of passion. And so they, they just kind of exist in the real world to get to that virtual world. And so they're robbing themselves of passion that could help others, of a passionate life that they could enjoy more. On the other hand, porn is just destructive. It's just destructive and, and you can't say it isn't. People say, well, adults can do what adults do. I get that, but porn has a natural degradation to it. And I think men should avoid it because it degrades women and it's a downward spiral of sexual appetites for men. It just is. And what it does is it takes a man's natural passion and it kind of twists it and it turns it and what happens is he becomes a man who has to have more and more and more.
And so what happens is he takes away the passion he could have in his life and he's giving it away to a virtual world. He's giving it away. And, and if a man is addicted to porn, but he's married, well, he's not taking all of his passion to his wife. He's not giving all of himself to her. He's giving it to a virtual image that she could never live up to because it's a fantasy. It's not real. And that's the thing we have to understand is our passion as men shouldn't be wasted. Your passion as a man is too important. It's too important to you. It's too important to what you do in your life. You don't want to waste it because your passion needs to be your own kind of secret weapon that you use. Almost like that, that secret identity thing that you have. You want to bring that passion out. You don't want to waste it on something that doesn't matter or something that hurts others. And again, I'm not saying don't game. I'm just saying you don't want the gaming to get all of your passion. Now, I don't recommend pornography. As someone who was addicted to it, I think it does negative things to men. And I think it robs them of their passion. And what you want to do as a man is not waste your passion. You want to hold it and use it. And the other area where men waste a lot of passion is on dreams. Because a lot of men take all their passion and they put it into dreams that they'll never act on. So it becomes almost this fantasy world they live in. They'll never really do anything with it, but in their mind, they're doing something. So they feel good. Well, I'm dreaming it and one day I'll do it. And that one day gets put off to one year, another year, and then it never happens. It's kind of like the movie. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. There's an old Danny Kaye version. And then there's a, a version with um, Ben Stiller that came out a few years ago. And they both kind of had the same theme. That as a man, you want to engage in life and not just sit back. Now, it doesn't mean that you, you know, run off to the Himalayas and abandon your family. That's not, that's not what we're talking about. I'm just talking about engaging your life right now, engaging your life where you're at, because you do have a life to live. And if you put passion in it, even if you have a, a basic nine to five job sitting at a desk, you can still be passionate about it. You can still be passionate about your life. You can be passionate about your family. You can be passionate about your own personal growth. Imagine if you turn that passion, maybe you're a single guy. You say, well, Dave, I don't have a wife. I don't have kids. What do I do? What if you applied your passion to your own personal growth? What if you applied your passion to getting better as a person, getting better holistically, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually? Imagine if you took all of your passion and put it into that where you could be a year from now, two years from now. But I think a lot of men, what they do is they waste their passion on just dreaming. Now, dreaming is good, and you should dream and set goals and do things like that, but it's not a substitute for action. At some point, you're going to have to take action. And a lot of men will go to extremes to avoid stepping out, to avoid taking action. They'll always dream, and they'll always wait for that perfect moment. They say, well, when everything comes together, and what they're really doing is just procrastinating. They're not going to take action because they're scared. And, and I've been one who's done this, where you always, you know, well, everything has to be perfect. Well, that whole perfection thing, again, is just a procrastination tool. And what you want to do is not be a guy who just grinds and grinds and grinds, but then you're dreaming in your head because you're 